Hello, you beautiful soul. This is Jordan Cowlish, host of the Stage Shifters podcast. And it's an absolute pleasure to have you with me. And in this episode, I have a very special guest. Her name is Emma Mumford. And Emma is from the UK and she is an award-winning blogger and YouTuber. She covers all things lifestyle and spirituality. And her channels have over 155K in followers. So it was a great pleasure and deeply grateful for Emma to taking the time out to jump on a on a call with me and we discussed some some of the deep and meaningful topics that you know my my regular listeners know that I love to chat about but it was really great to connect with Emma as as Emma was the same age as me we were you know young millennials talking about these spiritual topics and I found Emma to be really insightful she gave so much valuable wisdom in this episode and she's a, a fully certified law of attraction advanced practitioner life coach and a public speaker um, and she's got so much nuggets of wisdom to share. Uh, so before we dive into the episode, I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm in the process of completing uh, my first online offering that I wanted to share with you all. And it's going to be around building the ultimate morning routine. For people who don't know, uh, while I was working my corporate job, the first thing that I got down place in my health and wellness toolkit was my morning routine. And I do truly believe that when you nail down a solid morning routine, it really carves out your day to be based on passion and purpose. And that's the the core cornerstone of my message is living your life with passion and purpose. And for a lot of people, they think that your career needs to change, but it's not true. When you get your morning routine right, you can live a life of passion and purpose no matter what you do. So if that's something you're interested in, you want to learn more about that, I encourage you to drop me a message email me jordan.canlish at outlook.com or just message me on one of my social media channels. Uh, and yeah, without further ado, let's dive into this episode with Emma Munford. Welcome to the State Shifters Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you discover your true potential through connecting the mind, body, and soul. Okay, Emma Mumford, welcome to the State Shifters podcast. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. I, I appreciate you taking the time to uh, jump on the call with me. Uh, you're over in the UK. Uh, what time is it over there for you now? It's about 3 p.m., so I've had most of my day already. I've been busy working this morning, so it's nice to have a little bit of a relaxed afternoon and talk to you. Amazing. Yeah, my, my day is just getting started. I've just got back from a nice uh, boxing class, and it's 10 a.m. Excited to have a chat here um so i was digging into some of your content online and, and totally resonated with me and, and, and very in line with with the kind of um message that i'm sharing on my pages as well uh so for people who don't know you you um you know talk a lot about spirituality law of attraction you're a coach you're you've got a book coming out in, in january um why don't you give the listeners a bit of a background about who you are and, and how this journey began because it's an interesting one Okay, well, how long have you got? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So for those of you who don't know what I do, like a brief description of what I do now is I'm a blogger, I'm a YouTuber, so I put content out on my blog and YouTube. I'm a life coach. I am, what else do I do? I'm an author. Um, I do a lot of speaking, so I dedicate my time to this full time. I've got my own Law of Attraction merchandise over on my website. So yeah, all of my work is now dedicated to spirituality, but it definitely wasn't always that way. Um, So about five years ago, I was in a really bad relationship and my ex left me in £7,000 worth of debt. And, you know, I was 21 at the time and or 2021 and I was just thinking like what am I going to do like I I'm working part-time I've got no money like how on earth am I going to pay this debt off I had debt collectors at my door it was just an awful awful time and it was just it felt unfair because it wasn't my debt it felt like why has you know at the time I was quite Christian so I was like why has God done this to me like Mm. you know it's not fair where's karma when you need it um so for me, that's when I found couponing, money savings. So couponing wasn't known at all in the UK about five years ago. So I remember watching extreme couponing on 
like on TLC, the American show and thinking like, wow, these people are getting like thousands and thousands of pounds worth of food for nothing. And that's what I need. And there was no money in my bank. So I had to get everything for free. So I started couponing, started money saving and got ridiculous amounts of stuff for free or really really cheap and I was able to like keep my head afloat keep you know my life taking over and paying off this debt at the same time with the little money I had and a lot of my friends at the time were like you know come on I mean you need to share this with people like people would love to know these tips so I started up my Facebook page which was extreme couponing in deals UK and that became my life really for five years it really took off quickly the press got wind of it because no one was doing what I was doing. Like, you know, nobody in the UK knew what couponing was or how it could benefit them. And there were no sort of figureheads as such that were talking about it publicly. So I did quite a lot of press and that's what kind of got me noticed online. And I started to grow a following. And then from there, I kind of explored the blogging side of things and YouTube. So I ran that business for five years. And I actually sold that business in October. So it was quite a weird feeling to finally let go of that business, to finally see it go as it had kind of been my everything for five years and it had got me through like awful awful times mm. and you know some days that was what kept going so it, it felt weird to like sell my first baby really um and then in 2016 I was in another bad relationship and um he left he left me high and dry again financially <laughs> and I was like oh my god I'm here again what has happened like how has this happened again you know I thought I was going to spend my life with this person and I, I was an absolute wreck. My depression and anxiety had just spiraled out of control by that time. And it was just hard. It was hard to be alive at that point. And, you know, I felt guilty because I had a roof over my head. I had an amazing business, which, you know, an incredible amounts of money. And I just, I felt so ungrateful. I just felt like I had no purpose in life. And I thought, how can someone who is so blessed literally feel like they have nothing like I felt empty inside so after our split like after our breakup I just thought like I've got to change my life around here you know I was about 22 by that time 22 23 and I thought like this is no way to live a life you know I was suicidal it was awful and no matter what I tried nothing was helping me to get out of this like void as such so I found the secret I found the law of attraction and I don't know what it was because by that point I didn't believe in anything. I definitely didn't believe in God because I felt like how could God let me like get this far and, you know, be so miserable and like all this bad luck happened to me. You know, I just thought like, why would God do that to someone? So I wasn't religious at all. And I found the law of attraction and it just really resonated with me because the universe sounded like the universe resonated with me better calling it the universe. And I don't know just reading the book and like exploring it more it just really made sense to me like everything just almost made sense like I knew it I was like remembering all this information so because I guess I had nothing else to do with my life I just like really focused on it like almost like to the point of obsession really yeah. it was like I'm gonna you know manifest all these incredible things manifest my dream life manifest my dream man the whole lot and you know, within a month I started, you know, my depression had completely gone, completely gone, which was just mind blowing because you just don't really hear that of depression just magically disappearing. And, you know, I didn't actually go into the law of attraction to, to cure my depression. I didn't know it was possible. So it wasn't like I was intending that. I think just because of my lifestyle changes and being happier, being out of toxic relationships, my whole mental well-being and my life changed for the better so I really transformed my life in like the first month became happier healthier started manifesting incredible things and I was kind of nervous at first because a few months had passed and you know I'd manifested incredible things I changed my life around like I was a total believer of all of this and I was like wow this is incredible and like you know I just never thought this was possible so I started like talking about it online talking about it on my you know I had a blog and a YouTube channel by then so I started talking about it and 
yeah, it just, I, people got it. And I, I don't know why, I kind of thought people would think I'd be crazy if I just suddenly went from money saving to spirituality. And I was known as the coupon queen in the UK. So that's where spiritual queen comes from. It was a play on words. When I rebranded and kind of let go of the couponing business, um, I thought, no, let's be spiritual queen. Let's keep my roots, like remember my roots and where I came from. But you know, my work evolved over time and it just felt right to really focus on law of attraction and spirituality. So that's what I do now. And I'm just really blessed that, you know, lots and lots of people follow my work and love it. Yeah, mate. Incredible story. Thanks for sharing that. It's, uh, you know, quite a, an amazing transformation. Uh, and it's, it's interesting to see sometimes, you know, for most people, those big transformations come in those dark times you know the times when we go through depression anxiety and you know to go through a breakup like for me i would say my first breakup back when i was in high school really um started me out on this path as well um because heartbreak i feel can be such a it can be such an intense pain and especially at a young age it's quite hard to come to terms with such a you know the feeling of of loss like that um especially I, i would call it attachment it's it's learning um attachment to when we when we're attached to someone or something and that person's pulled away from us you can feel like a part of us is dying and that's and that's what really spirals us down into those deep anxieties and depressions and for a lot of people that's where the opportunity to come out the other end you know a stronger person and you know for you as law of attraction that came into your life at the right time um, for a lot of people, it's it's some sort of spiritual principle or or way of living. Uh, for me, it was Eckhart Tolle when I discovered him and started li- living the the way that he teaches, which is through presence and and present moment awareness. Do you mind describing to people what more specifically how the law of attraction works and what some of the things you were doing and, and implementing in your day? Because I know I know a little bit about law of attraction, like the like Abraham Hicks and stuff like that, where keeping your point of point of attraction high you're going to attract into your life things that resonate and that similar frequency or vibration but do you mind like how do you explain this to people when someone asks you like what did you do during that you know deep dark time what did you start implementing from the, from the, was it just the secret that you'd read was there other books that Im- impacted you do you mind explaining course so the law of attraction is just like you said it's all about energy so the way I like to describe it as the way like I understood it was like attracts like so just like a boomerang or karma what you put out you're going to get back so if you're really like happy-go-lucky person positive you know you feel high vibration or high vibe and you feel happy you're going to attract exactly that into your life happiness more abundance more reasons to smile and be happy and positive outcomes but if you are thinking negatively you're always fearing the worst you know really in that deep low vibration state that is what's going to attract into your life you know more reasons to feel down more reasons to fear or you know for instance if you're let's say for example you've got a job interview and you're like oh I just don't think I'm going to get it I don't think I'm good enough you're probably not because you're like put you're telling the universe that you're not good enough you're telling the universe you know Mm. I'm not worthy of this job so the way I like to describe is there's three steps in the law of attraction which is ask believe receive so step one is asking so it's about getting clear on what you want so the universe is an abundant like an abundant source of energy so there is enough for everybody we can all have amazing abundant lives and manifest exactly what we desire as long as it's for our highest good into our lives so whether that looks like the dream man whether that looks like a yacht whether that looks like a million pound company whether that looks like just a happy family life whatever your dream life looks like to you you can 100% have that but it's you who's got to put the work in so ask for it get specific asking can look like vision boards um you could even just write it you know Mm. write down your goals list write down whatever you want to bring into your life Um, vision boards are obviously quite popular so you can get quite creative with them and visual and it's really just about setting those intentions you know it's not you don't have to like go like to the ends of the earth to ask literally just asking think even thinking it you know the universe is constantly 
constantly responding to our vibrations. So, you know, it, it's just about changing your thought mindset. And this is what I really had to do, you know, when I was in my low place of like changing my whole thought patterns because I'd been so negative for so long. It was just hard to just be positive. It was hard to just think good thoughts. And it really took, you know, like they always have that famous saying of like, it takes 21 days to change a habit. So that is exactly what I did. I actually read the book, The Magic by Wanda Byrne. And I think I would recommend that more than a secret. So that's actually her second book. And in there, it's got a 28 day practice full of law of attraction practices, gratitude and other really helpful practices in there. And this book is what changed my life. Um, I did the 28 day practice and by the 28 day, my depression had gone, like I'd been so stressed. So I had acne on my skin. I'd obviously manifested that disappearing. I'd manifested money because my ex had obviously left me with a flat to pay for, which I obviously had not been prepared for when I signed that agreement. So I had to manifest money really quickly. So I manifested the money to be able to be comfortable in life and, you know, to be able to enjoy life as well, more importantly. And just, you know, things started to really, really look up. And for once I was positive, for once I had hope and for once I had faith in something greater than me. So the law of attraction is all about, you know, just, it's not like forcing yourself to being positive. I think that's quite a big misconception. You know, you yeah. can't fake it. The universe knows a faker. So you can't <laughs> fake your vibration and be like, it's fine, it's fine. I'm happy, I'm happy. And you're like crying inside. That's not going to work. So you've got to really like witness where you're at. And Esther and Jerry Hicks have, you know, a really great, um, analogy of like the emotional scale of like working up the emotional scale so if you're at like a zero and you're like I do not believe this my life is like awful then witness that witness that you're at a zero and you can build yourself up to a 10 because there's no point going from a zero to a 10 because you may be high vibe you may have done some practices and you're feeling high vibe but if you say you're like at the 10 and everything's fine, then you're just going to drop back down to that zero. It's better to like build up gradually and really, you know, set a solid foundation as such for, for your happiness. So definitely my number one recommendation is to have a look at the magic. It is just a great, great book full of, you know, it teaches you about the law of attraction. It gives you some really, really good practices. Um, and these practices, you know, I implement every single day. I use them still every day. And I think that's what has really helped me to like maintain a high vibration. Yeah. Amazing. So the magic, who was the author of the magic? Rhonda Byrne. So she's the lady who wrote the secret as well. Okay. So in that book, you started applying some of the things that she was speaking about and, you know, for me, like law of attraction, yeah, like you said, raising your vibration, what are the practices and habits that we can implement into our day? And for me, it was like, you know, things like gratitude, journaling, visualizing, you know, even things such as like yoga, movement-based activities, anything that's going to raise your energy. What were the specific things that you started implementing that you noticed were having the biggest effect on your you know, point of attraction or your energy? Yeah, definitely. So gratitude's been one of the best ones. Like I literally drill this into my clients. I'm like, you've got to do gratitude. If there's one yeah. thing you take away from me, it's gratitude. So you definitely should start, you know, being grateful for what we have in our life. You know, you shouldn't even be forced to do that. Like, you know, we should want to do that because we are so blessed. And you know, no matter how hard things may seem, there is always something to be thankful for always. So Gratitude is a key part of law of attraction because the universe won't bring anything into our lives until we're grateful for exactly what we have right in this moment. So, you know, really looking at your life. And I think that's what helped me to, you know, realize that I really didn't have it that bad. I may have been depressed. I may have just gone through a really awful breakup again. But you know what? I had my health. I had a roof over my head. I had food on my table. I had clean running water. I had hot water. I had a job. I had a business. I had a family who loved me. So I think it's just really looking at what we do have in our life and focusing on those positives instead of looking at the lack. Because if we look at lack, we're going to attract more lack into our life. So if you look at how you know, full your life is and, you know, really feel like, feel good about all the amazing things in your life and feel that gratitude, you know, you're just going to attract even mm. more reasons to be grateful. So definitely, definitely 
were like definitely do gratitude every single day that is my number one top tip another thing that really helped me in the beginning and i still do now is something called eft so it's called emotional freedom technique and this looks crazy to people i'm not gonna lie like if you go on youtube um the guy i follow is called brad yates and he's just amazing. I love his videos. Um, so yeah, I watched his videos because my friend recommended them to me because I was just, you know, like you said about the, the heartbreak, you know, it's physical pain. It is mm-hmm. just like a pain you can't even describe. And I was just in pain. You know, it, it was emotional pain. It, I was just in pain. And, you know, she said, like, try this guy's videos. You know, they're really good. So I, I tried it and I thought, what on earth is he doing? Because, you know, it, you kind of tap your meridian points on your body while you're saying kind of affirmation style, um, you know, phrases. So I thought, what is this man doing? Like, why is <laughs> my face going to make me feel better? But I tell you what, after that video, I cried for about half an hour and it was the best cry I've ever had in my life. Um, I don't know how this works, but it is a mo- it's um, pain-free acupuncture, he calls it. And it's quite a well-known practice. Um, it's not like too spiritual as such, but yeah. I'd never heard of it before then. But honestly, like even doing that every day has just been incredible. So he has videos for like everything. You know, you have things like heartbreak, loss, jealousy, forgiveness, you know, all kind of emotional side of things. And then he also has videos for like raising your vibration, manifesting love, manifesting money. So it's really good that you can like use EFT not only to, you know, release the negative side of stuff, but, you know, manifest amazing stuff into your life as well. Yeah, totally. So you still use EFT today? Like I know I've used it uh, in the past for like, yeah, like emotional stuff, but you can also use it for attracting stuff as well. I didn't realize that. Yeah, definitely. Check out Brad's channel. Honestly, he's got like about a thousand videos and honestly, they're the best videos I've ever watched. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. Um, yeah, like and there's, there's so many like techniques out there. So, so for a lot of people, it can be sometimes overwhelming. Like what should we try? Like what what works best for 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 us it's more you know tr- for me it was just trying everything like i wanted to try like all kinds of modalities and and practices to help me raise my yeah it's all it's all about raising your energy right raising your emotional leveling up in that emotional scale and you can simplify everything and it's and it comes down to you're going to attract into your life the the energy that you put out and that all comes down to your emotional level like what what on a day-to-day basis, what emotions are you carrying around with you? Because those emotions are going to dictate what comes back into your life. And if you're going through your day with gratitude, appreciation, thankfulness, you know, like um, confidence, belief, you're going to attract the things you want because you're, you're sending that energy out. And, and, it's, and it's very simple. So it's just implementing the things in your day that are going to keep you feeling good, essentially. Uh, and, and again, like you said, gratitude, gratitude is such, just such a simple thing to do, you know, shifting your you know, perspective from appreci- appreciation instead of expectation can have such a radical transformation um, on someone's day. So thanks for reiterating that. And I want to, yeah, I want to get into, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying you should make that quote, by the way, appreciation, not expectation. <laughs> I, I would, but I can't take credit for that. That's Tony Robbins. Uh, I, I, I like listening to Tony Robbins um, when I first started this and he would always say that, you know, you trade your expectation for appreciation. You'll be in an entirely different energy field. And, and it's totally true. Um, so I want to get into your, your book because it, this is, must be very exciting for you. It's your first book and you've, written this yourself and, and, and it's quite a I would say it's a really uh you know impressive thing because I, I've, I used to blog quite regularly and I know how difficult the writing process can be um so you've sat down and wrote, wrote a book run me through what what the book's about what what some of the chapters are going to be in the book and and who who is this book for cool yeah so the book is called spiritual queen and it's odd because I always knew from a young age I would write books. Like I remember being about eight or nine and going into like my local bookstore and saying to my mum, like one day my book's going to be up there. And she was like, yeah, yeah, Emma, of course. Yeah. You know, just how parents are like, yeah, of course, you know, of course your book's going to be up there. <laughs> and 
as I kind of grew older again I had these like moments of intuition where I knew that I would be well known for what I do online but you know blogging and YouTube hadn't even been created by that point so I you know when I used to say this to my teachers at school like yeah I'm gonna have an online business I'm gonna be the product I got laughed at I got laughed at. I didn't understand because I knew with every ounce of my being that this was what I was going to do. And, you know, back then, the only really ways to be famous, shall we say, or well known was to be a celebrity. And it was, to, you know, be a singer or an actress or something like that. You know, there was absolutely nothing back then, you know, about online businesses or, you know, online influencers or running your own business or YouTube blogs, nothing. So to me, I was always like, what on earth is this career? Like, I've got no idea. So when I, you know, as I got older, it obviously made sense. And I'm really grateful that I'm able to do this. And, you know, writing a book was always um, like a I guess just a career, like a pinpoint of my career moment where I'd be like, yeah, if I could write a book, like that would be amazing. Like that would make me really happy. And I would be like happy in life that I've achieved that. Like if nothing else was to happen in my life, I'd be really happy if I wrote a book. So I started my kind of book journey about two years ago, really, um, by, you know, I had no idea what the book was going to be about. Absolutely no idea. Um, And, you know, every, through my blog and YouTube, I got Um, a lot of publishers contact me not for my book but for other people's books so I'd always kind of just like be like oh hey how do I pitch a book or oh I'd love to write a book one day like you know really kissing their asses and like no one would ever be interested and and I guess it is because I didn't know what the book would be about so I was kind of manifesting this book deal as such but what was my idea what I you know I wasn't clear on what I wanted I wasn't clear on what the book was about so how could the universe deliver me that clarity when I wasn't sure what I was going to write about so last summer I was on holiday and you know the inspiration came to me of you know writing spiritual queen being spiritual queen and writing this book so I had absolutely no idea what this book was going to be about I just started writing and it became a life book I think that's what really stood out to me was it's memoir style segments but it's obviously a self-help book there's a lot of advice in there all my tips and tricks and tools that I have learned along the way and discovered you know I call a lot of spiritual bullshit in there of stuff which hasn't worked for me which I think needs redefining and also dragging into the 21st century there's you know a lot of the theories you know from the amazing Louise Hay or Esther and Jerry Hicks you know they're like 20 30 years old now so for me it was really about modernizing spirituality modernizing law of attraction and bringing it to people in a really relatable way so you know it's all about being a spiritual queen living your best life so in this book you know it tells you how to create your dream life within the next 12 months so although it's called spiritual queen it's for everybody of course and whoever wants to be a spiritual queen can be a spiritual queen or spiritual king whatever you want to call yourself (laughs) but you know for me it's all about just saying yes to yourself yes to life and yes to your dreams so it's you know really just owning this year for you so that's why I wanted it to come out like right at the beginning of January so it could really help people make 2019 their year so In that book, you're going to learn absolutely everything about law of attraction. Obviously, I do talk about, you know, a a lot of my personal experiences and kind of, you know, relate back to how those tips and tools came about or how I discovered them or how it helped me. But yeah, I'm I'm proud of myself for writing that book. It's been a journey and, you know, it's kind of funny because that book is a manifestation as well. So it really is like a law of attraction book because it it was manifested you know I could have written that book and I didn't have a deal a a book deal at the time nobody was interested no matter who I went to and by the end of the book when I wrote the last page the deal came through and it was just bizarre because I thought wow like what a story not only what's happened so far but even this book is proof of the law of attraction and how when somebody has a message you know the universe will get it out there you know it will find the people it's meant to yeah well said totally agree um yeah definitely for people who are interested in law of attraction like i I, I'm, i'm big on law of attraction and it's something that you know i've started implementing in my life and noticed some profound shifts and 
you know, I'm excited to like dig a little bit more into your book here because, you know, you mentioned one thing, the spiritual, um, spiritual bullshit. I'm curious to know what, what are some of the things that came up that you mentioned in the book that you're calling bullshit on? Well, I wouldn't say it's anything like dramatic. I don't want to like scam yeah, on nah, Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like little things. I was like, actually, do you know what? I think this needs to be redefined. So for instance, there is three, you know, the three famous steps is ask, believe, receive, where I believe there's actually five steps. And nobody talks about letting go. And letting go is like one of the major things I've really struggled with in manifesting mm, because... Yeah. I'm an ex control freak. I say ex because this year the universe has sent me on the craziest year of my life where I've had absolutely no say in anything. I've had to trust. I've had to surrender absolutely everything in my life. And this is actually down to the book. A lot of authors were like warned me about this, that when you write a book and not that you're claiming to be something like, obviously I, n- I never claim to be anything, but yeah when you're writing I guess and teaching people the universe tests you on what you're writing about so obviously make sure you know what you're talking about so I wrote a book on life so I'm talking about relationships business money friendships you name it that everything was tested so really you know this book really taught me to surrender it really taught me to let go and just trust that the universe had a plan so for me like people don't talk about surrendering and letting go enough and what that looks like because you know if we just ask believe receive that's just saying to people that they can sit there and obsess about this and they're missing these key parts of actually surrendering and being okay with both outcomes you know being at peace with it you know being grateful for exactly what you have now so I think it was more just going more into depth into the stages of spirituality and just really creating a book that is going to help people a lot of the publishers that I pitched the book to were like but it's just another law of attraction book and I was mm. like it's not you're missing it here it is not it's completely different to everything else that is out there because it's showing you how to cultivate your life in all aspects it's not just about law of attraction it's more than that it's a whole book on living a conscious life and you know awakening to why we're here and the universe and everything you know it's way beyond law of attraction i talk about moon cycles lunar cycles how we can manifest with them i talk about all the sides of spirituality you know knowing your worth how to start a business so really you know if you want to kind of start a business or maybe even go into what me and jordan are doing then definitely like i think it's the book for you most definitely like law of law of attraction stuff you know manifesting and and things like that it's something that you know i know a lot of people in the spiritual community who some a lot of people aren't into the law of attraction stuff um and that comes from you know the acknowledgement that you know in the in this moment we're whole and complete we don't need anything outside of us to fulfill us you know that was a, a fundamental realization for me when it, when it was coming to trying to manifest things into my life the letting go component that you mentioned you know the letting go can't happen if you think you need to get the thing outside of you to to make you feel whole or to to you know enable you to feel fulfilled and for me that in, in a real life example for me that was when i was at my corporate job um, i left my corporate job last year and i was studying i studied accounting and finance at school and i left my corporate job uh, to follow my passion for health and wellness and it was during my time at my corporate job, which is when I started to ask like the deeper questions, like why am I here? Like what's my purpose? And I, and I realized that I was out of alignment and I wanted to attract you know, opportunities into my life that enabled me to step into this alignment. But I realized during this time I was trying to attract these things, but I was so out of alignment with the present moment because I thought for me to be fulfilled, I needed to do what I love full time. I needed to work in the health and wellness industry. I needed to do the things that excited me every day. But when I had the realization that nothing externally needed to change, it was my internal environment. It was the internal realization that the present moment is everything I need to feel fulfilled. And when I let go of resistance, as in let go of resisting the things that I want, those things started to just appear in my life. All the opportunities came that I wanted and, and my external world started to shift when I you know, focused on being here, being now. What's your take on you know, 
manifestation? Is it for everyone? Does everyone need to be focusing on what they want to attract into their life? Or can people just focus on enjoying the present moment, being here and just allowing their life to evolve naturally? I love your take on that. And, you know, my experience was really similar to what you had, you know, this year for me, I had manifested mind blowing things into my life. You name it. I manifested Mm. it. My dream man, my husband, my dream house, career, everything. I manifested it. And I realized that none of this was actually filling that void. And that void is what needed to be healed, if anything. Mm. So for me, it was exactly the same. And, you know, one thing I realized is that when we find the secret, when we find the law of attraction, it's appealing because we're like, oh my God, I can manifest money. I can manifest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Clothes. Do you know what I mean? All the, um, I want to say ego, I guess, materialistic things. Yeah. Uh, and that's what's so appealing about it. And that's why the secret was written as it was because it appealed to more people. Everybody wants nice things in their life. So why wouldn't it appeal to people? So I believe the secret was written in a way that would get, would relate to more people and get more people to discover the law of attraction. And then, you know, if it was their path to awaken and realize there's way more to it. So there is way more than just law of attraction. I think I got to a stage where I'd manifested all these great things and obviously I was teaching it, but for me myself, I had exactly the same experience as you was. I had to come to that realization that none of these things I was manifesting was going to fill that void. I had to heal that. I had to go within. And like you rightly so said, you know, changing my internal world is what changed my external world. Um, So I totally agree with you on that. Do I think manifesting is for everybody? Of course, you know, if you feel that you want to call things into your life, whether that's a change of job, a change of house, a new relationship, or, you know, whatever, whatever, money, whatever, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's not egotistical. You know, there is nothing wrong with that. The universe wants us to be happy. The universe is abundant. So to the universe, money is the same as like water, if that makes sense. So the universe doesn't think, oh, you're manifesting money. That's a really bad thing. You know, the universe doesn't think like that. So Mm you know, if we want those things, they're there. But I think at the end of the day, it's, you know, checking with yourself and witnessing when those things, like you're trying to almost cover up something else with those things, if that makes sense. So if you are happy where your life's at, you've got a really good relationship, um, a good job, a good house, and you think, actually, do you know what? I don't think there is anything else I'd like to bring in. Fair enough. Like celebrate yeah. that. You know, that that is a cause for celebration. And you know, you can just. I think living in the present moment, like you said, is so important because that is one thing. Again, I was not doing until this year. I was very future tripping a lot of the time. Things became a checklist. I think that's the dangerous side of law of attraction when everything becomes a checklist. So for me, I was you know, manifesting all these amazing things and amazing achievements in my career. And then I almost wasn't like stopping to think, wow, look what you've done. Like, that's incredible. Like, be proud of yourself. Let's be grateful. Let's celebrate. I was almost like, right, what's the next thing? What am I manifesting next? So I was kind of bypassing all this amazing gratitude that I could feel for, you know, all the amazing things the universe is bringing me. So this year was such a, a kind of, eye-opener for me because it really took it back to the basics for me of actually like none of these manifestations were going to make me feel better about the healing I had to do inside like I had to go in and do that there was no escaping that and when I really you know dragged myself almost back into the present moment and became so grateful for the present moment like that's when the game shifted that's when everything changed so I think it's really up to you there's absolutely nothing wrong with manifesting for sure but if you don't feel there's like anything in particular you need or you want to manifest and there's nothing wrong with that like this is your unique journey like it's always about going within and checking in with yourself what resonates with you yeah, I resonate with that. And I've noticed that in myself as well. Like when I came out here, you know, I'm from Perth, Western Australia, which is quite a small city compared to where I am now, which is Toronto. 
you know, and I've just moved downtown a few months back and it was the same thing when you're downtown in a busy city, that's very, you know, entrepreneurial driven, you know, and I've stepped into this entrepreneurial world where it's all about, you know, checklist, getting things done, you know, the to-do list for the day. And it's, I notice it's very easy to get swept up in that, the, the doing and missing the, the feeling and the being. And if you don't check back into that, the feeling and the being component, um, I was noticing my doing was coming from the, a place of lack, coming from that place of I needed to get this done. I needed to make this money. I needed to achieve this. Um, and I noticed how important it is, particularly if you live in a big city, to take days or even weekends um, to just fully step back and away from the work and re- realign and reassess why it is that we do what we do. Uh, and for me, it's it just checking back into to the reminder that, you know, everything outside of me that I'm trying to achieve or get, it really doesn't matter that much at the end of the day. As long as I'm enjoying this process that's unfolding, this life that I get to experience for a very short time, as long as I'm here and I'm enjoying that, uh, that is primary for me. Um, secondary is, is everything that comes when you, when you do that. And, and, and that's like you said, Matt, like everyone, we are all worthy and capable of attracting amazing things into our life. But if it's not coming from that place of wholeness and completeness, and if you're not enjoying the journey along the way, you're essentially missing the point of life. Uh, so that was like the biggest realization that came out of um, Eckhart Tolle's book, The New Earth, which was, you know, talking, he talked about purpose. Primary purpose for everyone is to be in the present moment and enjoy life. And then the secondary purpose is what you do on the external level. And when, you, when, you're, when you're working with clients and you're coaching clients, like, where do you start? Do you start with that kind of fundamental component as in they, they have to realize that they are whole and complete now before they can attract things? Or do you help them attract the things that they want and then, and then show them that like, that's not actually what you want? You just want to feel good. I think it's a mixed thing, really. I think yeah. a lot of my clients come to me actually wanting the healing I don't think it's very rare that someone comes to me and says I mean I've had maybe two clients in the last six months who have really said like I want to manifest this a lot of it I feel they've watched my videos they've watched like or listened to my podcast they've watched other people they've read the secret they're trying to manifest but it's not manifesting for a reason so normally like they only come to me when there's a problem not when they're just out I'm the problem solver so for me what we work on is more about healing them like you know healing and removing the blocks working out where the blocks are coming from and I guess just having almost like an outsider's perspective on things because sometimes when we're in the situation ourselves you know we have like tunnel vision as such we see a situation as it is like we've already decided the story we're telling ourselves So I think sometimes having like an outsider's perception and just having someone look at what you're doing, kind of delving into maybe past behaviors or anything really, I think it, you know, it it opens their eyes. They're like, oh, wow. Okay. Now it's like really obvious why this isn't manifesting because Mm. I'm not in that good vibration. I'm not keeping up my daily practices. I'm not you know, in a high vibration, I'm not feeling grateful. I'm stressing about it. I'm worrying about it. I'm not letting go. So for me, we don't actually tend to focus a lot on the manifesting. Obviously we're conscious of that and we do little practices to, you know, keep that at the forefront because obviously that's the goal. But what you normally find is that we go on this journey of like, them self-discovering and like having these realizations like you say and then they realize that like actually do you know what I don't even need it now and that's always when it happens when you need it the least yeah oh so true so true I like what what tips or advice would you give for someone who find who who are finding someone's finding themselves kind of swept up in the the negative emotions you know the feelings of anxiety or self-doubt they've got some limiting beliefs coming up what do you say to those people like to get get back into the state of gratitude to kind of do you say stop working just take some time out or is it more like obviously it's a perspective shift but how do you help someone realize that I think it's a mixture of things. A lot Mm. of the time it will relate back to self-love. But what I normally say to people is if they have tried to manifest it, you know, a lot of people will go overboard. They will be visualizing every single day for 20 minutes. They'll be doing Mm. affirmations. It'll be on the fridge. It'll be on in the car. I mean, you name it, they've done it. And I'm like, you just need to stop. Like you, you're doing too much. And I think it's 
again, sometimes we're doing too much. The universe wants to meet us halfway. And I get it, trust me, as an ex-control freak, I get it. I'm like, hang on a minute, universe, I know what I'm doing. I'm really productive. I've got this. And the universe is like, no, Emma, no. We're going to meet you halfway. So just sit back, stop being controlling, (laughs) and let us deliver it to you in the best way possible. So have a conversation with yourself. Can you relate to what I've just said? Are you forcing it to happen? And there's nothing wrong with that. It's about witnessing it and knowing when you're like, okay, yeah, this is bad. I shouldn't be doing that. So I normally say to people, like, stop, stop it all. Like we need to work on self-love. So a lot of it is bringing yourself back into self-love because you know, sometimes if we're doing gratitude and we're not in a really good place of self-love, it, it just feels like a chore. It just feels like mm. an annoying chore that we have to do to manifest stuff. And that's not what it should be. It, you should do gratitude because you want to do gratitude because it feels good. And that's, you know, in alignment with you. So it's all about bringing yourself back into alignment of feeling good and having a high vibration. And most of the time that is self-love. So it's saying, okay, what are you fearing? if that manifestation doesn't happen, what's the worst thing that could happen? What are you fearing? And a lot of the time, and this is another thing I called spiritual bullshit on, was people saying that if you have negative thoughts or you think negatively, you're going to manifest it into existence and terrible things are going to happen and all of this. And for ages, I kidded myself and almost like spiritually bypassed a lot of healing because I was so scared to think a negative thought in case it manifested. Mm. And what I learned from delving further into spirituality, from meeting a lot of other spiritual teachers is that it's okay to feel shit sometimes. We need those times of feeling bad, of feeling down, of feeling negative. It's all about balance. You know, remember yin and yang, the darkness and the light. We need to balance the both out. So if you're having a really bad day or even a really bad week and you feel low vibe, you feel awful and you know, you're at that zero of the emotional scale, witness that it is okay and allow yourself to move through that. I think a lot of us, especially when you're kind of swept up in the law of attraction, when we have these periods of questioning or these like, you know, periods where we're unhappy, we're like, right, what's the first thing I could do to switch this? Right. Gratitude, EFT, you know, you name it, you do it, have a salt bath, meditate with some crystals, you name it, people are doing it. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not going to solve the problem. It's not going to solve the healing. It's not going to encourage the healing. Sometimes we have to move through these things and, you know, just feel it, allow ourselves to feel these emotions good and bad and just know that it's not going to manifest into your life you know if you constantly feel the worst that's a little bit different but you know if you're just having you know a bad day or whatever you're okay allow yourself to feel that because sometimes you know we don't do that and that's what bottles all of this up and we need to release it so you know, if you're feeling angry, it's okay to feel angry. It's how you deal with it. So witness these emotions, these human emotions that you're having, and just allow yourself to to feel what you need to feel in that moment, because your healing will occur so much quicker when you do that. And you'll feel so much better. And you'll bounce back to that, to that happy place, that high vibration so much quicker than if you're faking it. Yeah, you touched on such an important point there. And like, the spiritual bypass stuff is something that you know, like I started to dig into like some of the, you know, a lot of it comes from like emotional trauma. Like a lot of people when, when these, you know, negative feelings or limiting beliefs start to surface, they're often coming from emotional trauma from early on in our life that has resulted in our body putting up defense mechanisms. Every time we get out of our comfort zone, the nervous system thinks that we're under attack. So we fall into like anxiety or self-doubt. And when you, like you said, when you sit and, and enable yourself to really feel, you know, a negative emotion and, and really go go within and allow it to be there and really ask, like, what is this teaching me right now? Like, what what is it? And you see it for what it is. And oftentimes it's just a, a, a way of trying to keep you safe. It's your nervous system trying to keep you safe. And, it's just, and when you see it as just an emotion without, you know, throwing this label in there, the fact that like I'm feeling anxious right now, you know, does anxiety have to be bad? Can it just be an emotion that I allow to be there and feel where it is in the body? And like, this is something that I started doing like quite recently um, because as I stepped out and took this entrepreneurial journey, I noticed I was 
like going through some of these limiting beliefs and anxiety and I was feeling it in the body and and I would often like go off to the gym or go to yoga to try and like kind of you know shift my energy state um, but it wasn't until I started to just sit and feel and go within to the body and feel where that emotion was and really just allow it to pass through me um, that's where the real growth lies I feel and it's kind of unblocking those emotional traumas to kind of allow us to you know level up I would say uh, and is that something that you've done yourself like was that something you noticed then you know when you've started to go off on your own you know business journey obviously going through your healing your relationship trauma like was that something you did was it sit you know silently in nature like what specifically did you do to allow these energies to just shift like these blocks that were coming up did you do energy healing work or was it just your own work um i think in the beginning it no i wouldn't say i went out into nature i was like really mindful like i'd say that like the complete opposite i think because yeah. i was just like i need to manifest all these things i'm such a workaholic like because i had two businesses at that mm. time like it just it wasn't for me but i think this year like since you know the universe has really tested me on this and i've had so many kind of like you know light bulb moments and realizations of you know exactly what we've just been talking about you know it was really just being kinder to myself and you know exactly the example you just gave you know it's all about being kinder to yourself and just you know allowing these things not letting it to like take over your life or take over your mind but just witnessing these things owning them and being kinder to yourself because that is self-love and definitely this year you know I had no control over my life. I had absolutely no control. I obviously had control over whether I worked or didn't work. And my work was the only thing that seemed to be going right because it was what I could control. It was what I had power over almost. And, you know, it just, you know, this whole journey of the book of the last year just really challenged me to, to go within even more to, you know, hold off from manifesting. I didn't really you know, have set manifestations this year as such, you know, I had an idea of kind of some career stuff I'd like to do. Obviously the book was one. Um, but you know, in my personal life outside of work, I just left, I had to leave it completely open because the universe was not going to let me be a control freak and not let me do all of what I had been doing. So, you know, the universe is like, come on, you've got to learn trust. You've got to learn to trust us and that we've got your back and that you're going to be okay. Like, you know, and I think for me, that was like, you know, a big block for me is control. Like, you know, not knowing what was going to happen, being in the present moment, like you said. So definitely this year I've like gone into nature. I've really slowed down, become present. I've never been present in my life before. And finding presence and being present is like the best thing that's ever happened to me because I'm just able to deal with situations so much better. Before I would have like freaked out. It would have been the end of the world. You know, I would just would have dealt with things probably quite badly in all honesty. And now I'm just able to look at things and being like, okay, this hurts, this sucks. But you know what? I'm going to look at all the amazing things I have in my life right now. And all I have is today. And I think that was really powerful for me. It's like realizing that all we ever have is right this moment. You know, the future hasn't come. The future is never ours. The future is always just becomes a present moment. And the past is the past. We need to leave it there. So it, I think being present and finding like happiness in the present moment was just an absolute game changer for me. I think that's that and trust has been like the best lessons I've learned this year. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, it's like that. Uh, it's like that quote that, that came. I, I saw a quote yesterday. It was um, you probably heard it. it. Was like um, tomorrow is a mystery. Yesterday is history, but today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. And that's a reminder that I have now is when you know I get caught up in the future. You know, look, I'm someone who looks into the future. I'm always like looking, what can I do next? What can I achieve next? But when you miss the present, you miss life. So like you said, like it's just reminders. We're going to have reminders every single day to realize that there is no future moment that's better than this. You know, this is it. Enlightenment is now. Um, so yeah, you, you nailed it there. Emma, I'm going to be mindful of your time here. Um, I know you've got, you've got a busy day ahead. Did you, did you want to add something to that? Yeah, sorry. All I was going to yeah. say is I was going to go off another tangent there. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I've got lots for you so no what you think about the journey just really resonated with me because once again you know with 
I just wasn't appreciating the journey. I was like, right, I'm at point A, I want to be at point B. And I only focused on point B, which was the manifestation. And what I wasn't taking into accord was the beautiful side of the journey of, you know, the everyday life of the moments that lead us towards those manifestations. So once again, that's another thing I've been so mindful of this year and really like, you know, checked in with myself on and kind of like kicked myself up the bum about it is to just enjoy the journey that's where the magic's at the art and what i realized is like the manifestation is not the miracle i really got into a course in miracles over the summer actually and what i realized was and what just made absolute sense to me is that a miracle isn't the end result a miracle is a shift in perception and when i realized that like again my whole game was changed that actually these manifestations weren't the final product it was almost like the person I had become was the final product or the journey was actually the real blessing. And actually the manifestation was just like an afterthought. It was just like an after reward as such. That's beautiful. Yeah. um, Before I, before we sign off where, before I ask my last question, where can people connect and learn more about you online? Sure. So my website is emmamumford.co.uk and you can find absolutely everything on there. Um, and also my Instagram and other social media handles is at I am Emma Mumford. Beautiful. Thank you. So Emma, like a lot of people who, you know, follow my journey, they know that I went through like a transition I left my corporate career and stepped into my passions and I do what I love full time now. And for a lot of people, they still feel stuck in their current um, work environment. Um, you know, they're tuning into this type of content, but you know, that during the day they may not necessarily be doing the work that fully lights them up. You know, perhaps they're on the path where they've started a side hustle and they're starting to kind of work towards taking that leap of faith. But you know, there's always that element of doubt and fear that that's still there that's keeping someone stuck. You know, what advice would you give to someone who, who looks at what you're doing and and they see, you know, like all this amazing content you're putting out and they want to do something similar. Maybe they want to start a YouTube channel or grow their Instagram following and they, they just they just have that, you know, fear around putting their word out there or sharing their content or taking the leap of faith and leaving their job. Um, what advice would you have for those people? I think my best advice would be like, oh, I've always been a risk taker. It's, it's never been hard as such for me to take big leaps of faith. I don't know why I've always just been natural. I think I'm just like a wing it kind of person. And I think that's what's kind of like really paid dividends to me. But my best advice would be is that you're always exactly where you're meant to be. I think we live in a society where we feel we should have done things by certain ages. And I know myself, I've always felt pressured that, you know, my career should be in a certain place by a certain age. I should be married by a certain age. I should have kids by a certain age. And I think we get so caught up in this of like, there's not enough time. There's not enough this. There's not enough that. I'm too young, too old, too fat, too skinny, too ugly, too beautiful or whatever. And, you know, none of it's true. None of it matters. You know, when you have a message that needs to be out there in the universe, the universe will move heaven and earth to make it happen. Just like my book, I had absolutely no interest in that book. Even though I had followers, I had the social media reach, I had everything a publisher would want, but no one was interested. But when I wrote that book out of faith, out of trust, with absolutely no sort of ulterior motive, I guess, I just wrote it out of love and on faith that at some point people would read it that's when it happened so really it's about just doing it without the concern you know doing it without the without the ulterior motive so don't look at it as money don't look at it as success or fame or followers Mm. look at it as how can i help people if i can help one person then that's amazing if i can help 10 people oh my god that's even better so think of it of like how many people you can help how many people's lives you can help and inspire with your work and just do it is the next tip like you know if you don't start now when are you going to start so really like i always say big leaps of faith bring big rewards so the bigger the leap the bigger the reward and i've never been let down since so when you set that bar of standard with the universe of like, this is where I'm going to be, this is what I'm going to achieve, the universe meets you there. So you need to like believe in your worth, believe that you're worthy of 
being full-time having a career having a successful business or even having money whatever it looks like to you it's all about believing that you're worthy and knowing that you deserve these amazing things yeah mate well said i totally agree i did an instagram live the other day about facing your fears and finding out what what your biggest fears are and taking consistent action um towards them and you know for example for me one of my biggest fears was just doing an instagram live <laughs> so you know just by taking a consistent action and recording yourself on video maybe that's as small as it is for the day well, that builds that courage muscle to get you to a place where when, it, when the time comes to take that big leap of faith whatever it is you, you've done the work that's given you the kind of faith and trust to know that everything's going to work out um, the way it's meant to um, so emma like really appreciate you being on the podcast mate and like uh, you know you've you're doing spreading some amazing um content out there and really making an impact and really excited for this book to come out i encourage people to to go and, to go and buy the book and, and learn more about you and follow your journey oh thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure coming on thank you mate i appreciate it until next time There we have it, guys. Another episode of the State Shifters podcast done and dusted. Uh, it was an absolute pleasure having you with me. And as always, if you took value away from this episode, please leave a comment or leave some feedback and review on iTunes. That, that really goes a long way and helping me get the word out there about this type of content. Um, and yeah, of course, if you want to reach out to me and leave a message, I'm always willing to chat. So I'll uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.